Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. Welcome to another episode of the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. I'm your host, Dr. Barry Pierre, your favorite board-certified internist, founder of drbarrypr.com, as well as the CEO of PR Medical Consulting, helping you empower yourself for better health with the number one podcast for patient advocacy, affirmation, and education. This week, we are talking about the flu. More importantly, we are talking and asking the question, where has the flu gone? It has been almost the end of cold and flu season and we have not hit 3,000 cases of the flu. And just for you know, comparison purposes, by the end of April, last flu season, we had 39 million. We are going to talk all about uh, the flu, why we think the flu has gone away, and what do we need to do as the country, especially here in the United States, begins to open up and tell people they don't need to wear a mask again. So like always, remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five-star review, whether you're on Spotify, whether you're on Apple Podcasts, and tell a friend, or even tell 10 friends uh, to check out this week's episode. Today's podcast is sponsored by the Lunch and Learn Community Merchandise Store, living out the motto, empower yourself for better health. And for the thanks of being a devoted podcast listener, I'm going to give you opportunity to save 10% off today's purchase using the coupon code EMPOWER10. Go to shop.drbeerpr.com. Use the coupon code EMPOWER10, all one word. You will save 10% off your entire purchase. Remember, 50% of all proceeds are donated to the Five Star Scholarship Foundation, which is a nonprofit organization giving out scholarships for high school students. Today, we're going to talk about the flu. More importantly, where is it? What do we need to worry about? And, you know, am I going to be having to concern uh, with things that are changing, especially here, especially here in the United States with kind of the mass related issues? So I think we should, first and foremost, we're not going to, well, we won't start at talking as if everyone knows what the flu is. We'll just assume everything's fresh, right? So the flu is caused by the influenza virus, typically here in the United States, influenza A, influenza B. It is a respiratory virus. It is it, it infects our nose. It affects the throat, uh, our lungs as well too. And the typical symptoms, right? In a normal year, obviously we're not in a normal year. This is a pandemic time. In a normal year, symptoms include shortness of breath, cough, some muscle aches, some pain. Right? Those are you know the, you know runny nose sometimes. Uh, you know those are some of the those are some of the things that when you come into the doctor's office or you come to the hospital setting and you have some of these symptoms, the flu is usually the first thing on our mind. Of course, during a pandemic time, we know the first thing on our mind right now is COVID, COVID, COVID. But we must not and will not forget the flu, especially especially because we know it has not gone nowhere, even though the numbers may tell us a different is- issue. So. Let's let's talk about some fun facts for the flu that I want us to kind of, you know, drive home so we kind of understand, you know, how significant this flu was, especially when I start talking about the numbers that we're dealing with now, right? So we know that since 2010, about 45 million, that's what it am, 45 million people have been affected with the flu. Uh, we know it's resulted in about 140 to 180,000 cases of hospitalizations. That means you got so sick, you actually had to come see a you know, physician like me in a hospital setting. And about 61,000 people right, have died from the flu. So these are just significant uh, numbers that I think really 
calls home the fact that this flu was a significant and is a significant bug. And that's just the U.S. numbers I mentioned, right? I'm not even talking about worldwide. Flu is in the top 10 worldwide killer, right, amongst the world. But here in the United States, this is the damage that the flu is causing. Now, let's kind of fast forward to what we're dealing with now, just so we can kind of get an idea of like how significant, you know, the world has changed in a year. So as we speak, at the time of my, my recording, we have about 600 deaths uh, related to the flu, which is in comparison just last year. At the same time, we had about 22,000. Right? This, this again, 600 deaths right now. Last year, at this same time, it was 22,000. We have about 2,800 cases. I'm sorry, uh, 2,000 cases of the flu. At this point last year, we were talking 38 million. So again, this is like, it, this isn't like, uh, you know, a, 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 an improvement. No, this is a dramatic improvement on what we were seeing just a year ago. And I think we would be very remiss, right, not to talk about that big elephant in the room, which we definitely will talk about the big elephant in the room and why all of these things change. But we've been talking about this before, guys, like before the pandemic, before COVID, there were certain things that we said, if you could avoid, you know what, you can, you know, avoid having to, you know, deal with the significant numbers that the flu was causing. Right. We said if you wash your hands, we said if you social distance, like a lot of the things that we talk about, especially with this big elephant, the covid elephant, a lot of the things that we talked about cautioning people for covid. We also said the same thing about the flu. Right. We also told you to get the vaccine. But we said if you're not going to get the vaccine, do some of these other things there. Like I remember in the hospital setting before covid. Right. If you were a uh, a employee who could not get the flu shot, who did not want to get the flu shot, the reason why we would know is because you'd have to wear a mask. You'd have to wear a mask just you know all day, every day at work. So imagine the person who does not get a flu shot has to wear a mask. So why? Because that person is at risk of spreading the flu to all of the other patients that they're taking care of. So that was that was kind of a way that we knew like, oh, yeah, you got or you did not get the flu vaccine. And this and it is different at different hospitals, but that's kind of the similar stance. Like if you're going to take care of patients in a hospital, but you're not going to be vaccinated to protect yourselves from the flu, like then you need to wear a mask to protect our patients. Now, fast forward here, when we have COVID, we had this pandemic and whose symptoms include shortness of breath, include cough, right? Include some body aches and pain, among some other things, you know, kind of similar like the flu. Now you have people saying like, all right, if you're if you don't want to again, you you need to mask up. You need to watch like all of these preventative measures that we had in place for COVID. We also championed them to be in place for the flu. But what we're seeing, and again, I'm a as a hospital physician, I have not diagnosed one. And again, obviously, I'm a small subset, of course, because I'm only one doctor. But like in in the case of the prior years that I've been taking care of patients, especially here in South Florida, like I used to run into the flu all the time. I myself have not diagnosed one person with the flu right since this flu season started, which typically is around August, September, usually ends around like May ish per, per se, at least here in South Florida. Right. Like that's usually the time frame when we're thinking about like get ready for the flu and what those nuts. So we've had just significant increase, a significant decrease in just our number of cases. Right. We've had a significant decrease in the number of deaths. We have a significant decrease in the number of hospitalizations. 
But now when we fast forward to what's starting to happen, especially here in the United States, where, you know, the, the mandate for wearing a mask is kind of going away. What a lot of our health professionals fear is not only that COVID will start playing a factor again, right? We, which we suspect, right? We don't, we don't only suspect that COVID may start playing an issue, you know, kind of rising back up in the population, but like, you know, respiratory viruses like the flu that have essentially kind of went away for the most part, we also expect them to kind of creep up. Like it's funny, I was in a, I was in a uh, social room, clubhouse room, and we were talking about it. And someone mentioned, um, who's not in this country that, the they and they typically have a season as well, kind of dealing with respiratory viruses. And typically, when they see this type of respiratory virus, it's usually much earlier in the year. But because of all of the masking and everything else that was occurring, as that country was, you know, you know, loosening up restrictions, they are starting to see that that same virus that they're not they're, they're usually used to seeing like months prior. They're starting to see it creep up again. So I, I think we should be very cautious. Right. Again, I've, I've talked about this on um, the prior podcast um, and as well as the prior video where if you're going to if you're going to not wear a mask. Right. You have to understand, like, yeah, you may you know, you may be protected versus COVID, but the flu is still around. And again, the flu is is not going anywhere, just like I don't think COVID's going anywhere. And it's something that we need to be very weary of to like start thinking about. Like my patients, if you're in a hospital setting, if you come in uh, with COVID-like symptoms, like I'm going to test you for the flu as well. Even though, again, we've been testing, like the numbers were, were the numbers were like, uh, like kind of ridiculous as far as just the, um, the, the onset this year. I'm just, I'm going to see if I can pull up the numbers. Uh, so like, so the, la- from a lab testing standpoint, 0.1% of flu tests that they've ran have been positive. 0.1, right? I mean, that's just, like it's it's almost insane to think about, and again, majority is influence A, influence B, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, just I mean, when you just think about the numbers here, and don't get it twisted, we're still recommending you get the flu shot, right? And I I, I want to make sure that that you know doesn't you know get missed. We still expect you to get the flu shot, even though, and again, honestly, this would probably be the best time to get the flu shot because you're likely not going to come into different strains. Of flu that we weren't anticipating. So if, if any time you're going to get the flu shot, this would be likely be the time to get the flu shot. And and for you know my, my parents out there, those with kids, we've had um, one. We've only had one case of a pediatric death associated with the flu. When I tell you that us masking up against COVID, us washing our hands against COVID, us social distancing against COVID. When I tell you the dramatic effect it's had on the flu, like the, the numbers really speak for themselves. And like the CDC mentions, like everything is unusually abnormally low as far as incidents concerned. Like we are going to have the lowest, in- once this flu season is done, we are going to have the lowest incidence of deaths, the lowest incidence of cases, the lowest incidence of hospitalizations, like in a decade plus, like that is going to happen. Like if you look at some of these graphs here, like I was looking at a uh, New York Times had a couple of graphs where like it's, it's so flat, like we're, we're, it's just a flat line as far as the number of cases, especially when we talk about in comparison to prior years like we're just not seeing those cases yet and i really do caution us yet again i'm not i don't want to be again i don't want to be the scary physician right screaming like bloody murder right but 
like I think especially here in the lunch learning community, we need to be very empowered uh, with what could occur. Like just like what's like we know what is happening now. Like I said, just like I'm talking about what's happening now, we need to be empowered with what could occur if we're not careful. So if if you're here, right? If you have, let's say you haven't gotten the flu vaccine, but you know, and, and you're ready to take your mask off, understand that you're not going to only have to worry about you know COVID being an issue. You're going to have to worry about the flu likely being an issue. And there's other respiratory issues that come to play. Like I've had friends who typically suffer from allergies. They haven't had any issues with their allergies. Why? Because everyone's wearing masks, everyone's social distancing, everyone's uh, washing their hands. Everyone's doing what we've been screaming, especially from a public health perspective, we've been screaming from the rooftops. But but unfortunately, COVID, our big elephant, kind of pushed everyone uh, to, you know, finally do what we've been asking for. So I think if, you know, from a parting shot standpoint, I think this is a valuable lesson, right? And I could tell you, I'm going to be the number one person champion in this aspect. When we had to take care of COVID, right? When we had to deal with COVID, we did what we needed to do, right? We wore our masks, we washed our hands, we social distanced as much as possible. So once we do get to the other side of the pandemic, right? Once we do get to the point when we are trying to turn that corner and live our normal life, Understanding all of the things that we kind of asked you to do for COVID, we may ask you to do it for the flu as well. It may not be as long, right? The severity may not be as great, but like understanding that we don't need necessary because we didn't get 100% of people doing it now. We don't necessarily need 100% of people. Like, and again, I think that's, that's important, right? We didn't get 100% of the people in general, like masking up, washing hands. So we didn't get that. Like some of them were forced, but we didn't get that. Right. So if we can get to the point where if we get a good amount of people who are social distancing, washing their hands and wearing the mask if need be to try to stop the spread of the flu. Right. Like these numbers can be replicated. Right. These aren't these aren't numbers that are so far fetched that we'll never see them again unless we take action. Right. Like that's the only way if if we want to go back to our norm. Our norm is having 38 million cases of the flu at this point. Our norm is having 22,000 deaths due to the flu at this point. If we don't want to go back to that norm, like we have to adopt some of the things that we're learning now during this pandemic. And that's all I'm asking for, right? Thank you for coming to the end of the episode. It is yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre. I want to give my undying thanks to you for your support just getting to the end of the episode means that you at least enjoyed today's episode hope you were empowered by today's episode please remember to share this episode with at least two people that you know that would be greatly affected if they did not listen to today's episode and if you have not already done so subscribe to the podcast leave us a five-star review especially on apple Podcasts or wherever you can leave a review leave a review there because your support is so, 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 so valuable for what we're doing here on the Lynch Learn and everything with Pierre Michael Consulting. And if you have not done so, go ahead and join the listserv. To join the listserv, it's very easy. Just grab your phone right now. I'll pause. Join the listserv. You want to text Lunch Learn Pod. This is all going to be one word Lunch Learn Pod. 244222 and you'll be on the listserv you'll know exactly when new episodes are coming out you'll know about new episodes before they actually come out because i usually tell my listserv members hey this is what i'm working on this are the guests that you should expect to hear for the week on thanks guys you have a blessed day and i'm gonna see you guys next week